재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back. It's time to head into the kitchen with Sonia Swanson and Chef Jung So-young. The Buri Kitchen, to be exact, doubleburi.kitchen.com. It's their blog in which they explore local seasonal Korean ingredients and then bring them to us and tell us what we mere mortals can do in our own kitchen with all of those things. We hope this segment, which we call Local Eats, will appeal to the inner foodie in all of you. Ladies, welcome back to the studio. Good morning. Thank You're you. looking very summery, springy in your uh, <laughs> spring dresses, bright colors and uh, breathable fabrics. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, what's going on? Speaking of seasons, what's, what season are we in right now? Is this spring still? Yeah, it's still technically spring, so we have a couple more weeks before the official start of summer. Right, Sayang? Oh, I think it's early, early summer at late spring. Feels summery, but it's not uh-huh. quite the, the mark of summer. We, we hit the formal mark somewhere in, later in June, don't we? Right. Mm-hmm. And in, in Korea, we call the summer solstice Haji. Um, and uh, so you have the lunar calendar in Korea, but you also have 24 solar terms or Jeolgi. Mm-hmm. And uh, the summer solstice is called Haji, and it's on, I think it's on June 21st this year. Great. Yeah, because it's still, I notice in the middle of the night, it's still a little bit crisp. It's not quite oppressively hot yet. Mm-hmm. And we haven't gotten those downpours of rains for weeks at a time that usually heralds the beginning of summer, right? Yeah, we haven't had we haven't had it, but soon I think it's will come. So just before spring squeaks out the door, what kind of uh, things do people prepare in their kitchen here in Korea? Oh. Either one of you, really. <laughs> the, this ingredient is uh, puchu. Yeah, yeah. We brought in some uh, uh, greens here. You can see on the table. Uh, so this is puchu. Okay, I've always mm-hmm. wondered what these things are. Um, I pass them by in the store all the time, Mm -hmm. thinking it looks like somebody cut off and forgot to discard the grains (laughs) from a green onion. Um, That's what they look like. They look like chives to Uh me. Uh, Does it it like uh, sprouts of the onions? It does to me. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, where's the good part? Where's the white onion part? But apparently this is the good part when you talk about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Take a Take a look. Can I take one out? Yes, smell it. Here, here. Oh, you got one out already? Taste it. Don't eat the whole bunch. Don't eat a whole bunch? No, no, no. Thank you for the warning. That's uncharacteristic. Just a little, a little. It looks like... uh, Basically, if you forget to mow the lawn for about four weeks, this is pro- what you've got growing in your front yard. Uh-huh. It's like really, really tall blades of grass. Mm. So which part do I eat? The bottom part? Uh, all. All. Mm-hmm. But maybe you just want to take only one bite, you know, for Sometimes now. Sometimes you're too brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very oniony, it's, mm-hmm. as I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, this is lovely. I would... Uh, I would, you could make a jeon out of this, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. It's got a very strong, herby, oniony flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, is a bulb actually cut from this? or No, we, we don't use the bulb. But there, there was one and then they cut it off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all alliums have like some kind of like bulb and some kind of green part. But mm-hmm. um, you know, some alliums, like we do use the bulb like garlic or onions, but... Like puchu, we don't. It's like apparently the bulb is very small and tough, so the leaves are the best edible part of this plant. There's a common taste denominator between, say, this and uh, raw garlic and those other things you brought me a week or two ago, the uh, manuljong. Uh-huh. It almost burns. You know, you, um, you you get almost a burning sensation. Oh, is it? It's sort of something that under, it's like an undercurrent in all uh-huh. of these sort of, what did you call them, alliums? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember we talked about dalle a few weeks ago, yeah, right? a couple months mm-hmm. ago? Yep. Do you remember mm-hmm. the compound that all of them have in common? 
Is this a quiz? Yes. <laughs> I, didn't know I was never that good at chemistry or earth science or anything scientific, but uh, no, I don't. What was it? Uh, it was sulfur. Sulfur is the, is the uh-huh. compound. Sonia has an education background. Ta-da! Yeah. She's the, uh, the scienceopedia here. <laughs> so sulfur is that, that thing that's responsible for the burn. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Buchu... Um, Tell me about this, Soyoung is... Okay, Buchu, uh, kind of you know, type, has a few different names in Korean as well. Hmm. Uh, Southwest dial- dialect, it is called as Seoul or Sobul. Sobul, okay. And um, uh, in the Southeast dialect, Seoul or Jeonggu-ji. So sometimes uh, you can meet you know, people, uh, somebody says, Oh, give me that Jeonggu-ji kimchi. And we don't understand. Uh-huh. Seriously, when I met the southwest, uh, southeast people, they were telling me, "Oh, that Jeonggu-ji kimchi. Pass me the Jeonggu-ji kimchi." And I was like, "What is the Jeonggu-ji kimchi?" <laughs> yeah, Jeonggu-ji yeah. kimchi. Would that include Busan? I mean, the southeast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Busan. Yeah, and they make and, kimchi out of this. Uh-huh. Interesting. Also, the Jeong refers to. No wonder, Jeongyeok or sexual vitality. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that which we read sometimes in the paper as stamina. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So this is a stamina and green. It's uh, one of the most powerful you know, stamina greens that Korean people believe. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I can't and believe there's any left on the shelf at the store. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't been all bought up. Sonia has a very funny story. <laughs> Well, um, there are a few different stories about about Puchu, but about one other nickname for um, Puchu is it's also called Pabyokto, and Pyok means wall because apparently if you eat Puchu, you can break down a wall if you pee on the wall because, <laughs> <laughs> because you have so much um, energy so and vitality. Okay. <laughs> My goodness. We do I, not, I think not... in other contexts that could be a very undesired uh, <laughs> consequence. Yeah. And also, so, so because it's so powerful, you know, stamina green, so there is another saying about Puchu saying, um, means uh, if a couple's relationship is really good, they will tear down their house to plant butchu in its place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this uh, whole declining birth rate thing can be solved with butchu. They should, um, oh. you know, we should talk to the government <laughs> and the ministry of whatever it, uh, whatever handles this. Uh-huh. Maybe. The 2016 plant plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Stamina foods. I would like to conduct, a, you know, I think we could start a stamina tour of South Korean <laughs> archite- uh, uh, agriculture and bring in groups of flagging stamina from abroad and say, have we got the cure for you? (laughs) This is such a fantastic, you know, subject to talk about at 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I mean, what what else? Uh, There's, there's, um, I guess, ginseng is the natural one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eel. Yo, mm-hmm. I think I told you guys a few weeks ago, chicken hearts. Um, that oh. is tried and true. That is that is really. Mm-hmm. Is yes. it another stamina food? That is a stamina oh. food. Why does it make I, your know. heart bumping? I don't know. It's like <laughs> yeah, maybe it increases your heart rate huh. or something like that. Oh. I've, al- I've also heard deer antlers, another traditional stamina yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Hmm. 
Okay, yeah. so uh, this is uh, a stamina-enhancing food. Right. This is, uh, mm-hmm. You want to eat more, Kurt? <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you suggesting, Chef? Well, well, you can see why puchu is one yeah. of the, um, the ocean te, which we talked about before, tale. Um, and so ocean te are the five vegetables forbidden to Buddhist monks. Don't need all that stamina if you're going to meditate all day. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, or stay celibate, as yes. many monks must. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh-huh. yeah... Um, there are other foods we've talked about. Though I guess all of those sulfur foods, the burny foods, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned talle a little while ago. Those you mentioned were also forbidden to monks. Yes, for the ocean tin. There's also, what else is there, Sayon? Uh, it is called as keurumbengi uh, pur because it grows so easily. So keurumbengi means, you know, very lazy people. So the most lazy people can grow this one because you don't have to take care of it, just live it, and then it it's grows. It's like a weed almost. Yeah, once you cut it, just a couple of days later, it just comes. Out. Uh, so it'll regrow from the same mm-hmm. bulb. You can mm-hmm. keep cutting it and cutting it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is uh, handy to know. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is a, you say this is a spring vegetable. Once we get into the hot summer, does does this stuff continue to grow? Or? Yes. Okay. But it is available starting from spring. Yeah, it's available from spring to fall. But, you know, if it starts to bloom, the plant starts to bloom, then it becomes kind of tasteless. And I think um, spring puchu is said to be the best, especially for stamina. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh. And how many times can we say stamina on this program? <laughs> One more. Uh, besides the amazing stamina, um, mm-hmm. any other benefits it brings? Oh, definitely. It's great for uh uh, it's great for cleaning your blood, mm. and uh, it helps with the circulation, which is related to stamina. One more time, <laughs> mentioning, and it's uh, amongst all green vegetables, it is that to make the body the warmest, and also it's good for people whose hands and fingers are often cold, and people who often have upset stomachs. So it's really good for your health. Mm-hmm. Generally, nice. and do you remember that Tongi uh, Bogam, which we talk about quite often? We just talked about it about ten minutes ago oh, with okay. uh, Doctor Yesu Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that that pretty you know standard Korean medical text from the Joseon era. There's a saying in it, so it says "kimchi로 만들어 늘 먹으면 좋다." It's good if you make it into kimchi and eat it all the time. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Chef, somebody, what was the kimchi that the southeastern people call this? Tonguchi. Tonguchi. So you can make a, a kimchi, I imagine. Do you do you ferment it the same way? You salt it down the way you would salt cabbage? Yes, And yes. rinse it and then uh-huh. treat it with all your kimchi ingredients? Um, you don't have to salt it down first because it's uh, young and tender. So ah. you just season with the heavy seasoning and then it becomes, you know... And let it sit for just a yeah. little while, just mm-hmm. so you can wilt the texture a little right. bit. We talked about making ton. This is basically sort of a thinner, grassier version of a pa, right? Yes. Uh, it's a very thin, thin, um, grassy, green onion-looking stem. So you can make a pa jon with this, right? Yes. Would you call it something different? Uh-huh. Uchu yeah, puchu jeon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeon being savory pancake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeon yes. being savory pancake. And what else can you make? Um, you can make puchu kimchi, puchu jeon, as we mentioned. And also you can make puchu muchim. Uh, puchu muchim is the kind of, you know, freshly dressed salad. If you go to the the barbecue place, always they serve with this one with the meat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right? That's right. Uh, is this what that is? Yeah. And mm-hmm. do you whip it around in a little soy sauce or sesame oil or what do you do? Uh, usually people make it with a fish sauce. Fish sauce. Uh-huh, fish that sauce and a nice. little bit of, you know, chili flakes and, you know, garlic and roasted sesame powder, things like that. 
Could I cho- toss this in my soup, like my denjangs or my... Oh, of course, uh, you can make a puchu soup as well. But usually people uh, make it very clean stock with a puchu. So, Clear, like uh-huh, a clean... Uh-huh. Like, uh, do you remember the tiny, tiny little uh, clams that we mentioned? Sure. Uh-huh, where you can make uh, with the clams your puchu cook very mm-hmm. nicely. And, yep, and also another great dish is puchu japche, like very... Uh, you you so cut, cut it. these uh-huh. up and then whip them, you know, mix them around with your uh, chapte like, noodles and your other stuff. Mm, no, usually we use uh, puchu instead of the noodles. Instead so, of the noodles. Uh-huh. So puchu chapte usually you make it with a pork. Uh-huh. Ah. And uh, instead of noodle, you chop it, you know, a lot of nood- uh, puchu and then you make kind of, you know, chapte style. So these long, would you leave them? In their original length, like this, they're like about uh, ten or eleven inches or so long. Maybe I think you can cut them into maybe five pieces and okay. then sauté with a pork, marinate pork, and then wrap them with a flour bun. Oh, that sounds Ooh, amazing! That sounds yeah. really nice. Did you, uh, you didn't just think of that, did you? Oh, I hmm? I have had that. Yeah, right? yeah gopang, uh-huh. flour yeah. buns. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Uh-huh. That sounds so good. So you can chop like bell peppers into there mm-hmm. as well. So mix kind of mm-hmm. in a vegetable, stir-fried yeah. with the pork and then wrap them in the gopang, you know, the flour bun. Yum! Oh, that sounds, that's almost like a mandu. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I could chop this up and put it in my mandu mix, couldn't I? Oh, my yeah, sure, sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We do that. Like you mix with the pork or mm-hmm. shrimp. Right? I had some puchimando last night, actually. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, great. Yeah, they are great. There's a place in my neighborhood that does really great ones. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Onions, if you put in pa or regular onions, they tend they, they do a job of absorbing fats out of the food when, when you um, eat them. Will buchu do that as well? I think so. To Similar. an extent, right? Yeah. It's, it's vegetable the same fiber, family, so. right? Mm-hmm. It's the same family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's a tasty little thing. A little bit oniony. A little bit, a uh, bit of a garlicky edge because of that sulfur, as Miss Sonia instructed us. Mm-hmm. Do we have a second vegetable today? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we are going to actually talk about potatoes, which is Ta-da! something I'm sure you're very familiar with mm-hmm. from back in the states. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Potatoes. They're they're native to the United States, right, or uh, North American continent. Uh, I think Central and South Central America. America. Uh-huh. There you go. And South America. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when, that means along with chilies and along with everything else, uh, that would have had to arrive relatively late to Korea in order for them to start using them, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They came to Korea a little bit after chilies. So um, it's said that they came around the mid-1800s, uh, thanks to China's expansion of trade with Europe in the late 1700s. So, as you know, Europeans got the potatoes from the New World. Um, and then uh, I read that missionaries in the Seoul region taught Koreans potato farming techniques. And oh. then potatoes were kind of widespread around the country by the by the early 1900s. I wonder, did potatoes catch on right away in Korea? I mean, uh, or because there were a lot of attitudes in the mm-hmm. U.S., you know, let's feed them to the pigs. They're mm-hmm. not really good oh, really? for anything. And, yeah. you know, um, but uh, potatoes then later rose mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. and people started liking them. I, I love a French fry. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it to me. Yeah. No, I read that Koreans adopted potatoes pretty quickly. Um, mm, yeah. So I think like back the, during the Joseon dynasty, a king really encouraged the growth of both like sweet potatoes and potatoes for mm. the people as a way of like feeding the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I read that also Europeans thought that potatoes were basically poisonous, so mm. it took them a pretty long time. The, the greens are poisonous from potatoes, yeah. aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of the perfect food in a way, potatoes. They've got a lot of what you need. They grow real nicely in cold areas, too, like cold and mountainous or even mm-hmm. when the terrain is a little bit rough. Yes, Gangwon area in Korea. 
Um, uh, the potato is really famous in Gangwon province because it's, as you mentioned, it's mountainous and slightly in you know, a colder province. And because of that, you know, it's hard to grow rice there and potatoes grow That's well. That's your neighborhood, isn't it? Gangwondo? Uh, my hometown. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, because uh, we eat a lot of kamja, so people used to call uh, Gangwon province people as kamja bao. Like, you know, very, like, calm and slow and, you know, not very easily angry and just uh, let it go, you know, chilling people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's, that, those are the characteristics of a potato? Uh, kind of. <laughs> Reminds me of couch potato a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. Really moving. So in Gangwon-do, what mm-hmm. do they do with potatoes? Uh, we make gamja ongsimi and we make gamja bambak. What is ongsimi? Ongsimi. So uh, you, uh, you grate the potato and then squeeze out the water and then you set it apart the the the, the grated uh, potato and then let it sit the water uh-huh. and then uh, drain out the top water yeah. and then you use only the powder starch uh-huh. mixed with the potato grated potato and you mix them and then make a kind of a little bowl uh-huh. dumplings and that then, sounds mm-hmm. like a German knudel oh yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's basically similar. what it is. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And um, so you make the potato dumplings. What else? Uh, we make a kamja bambog. It's kind of in a mashed, you know, potato salad. Mashed potato salad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is that like sort of orangey? You mix it with pumpkin and stuff? Oh, uh, sometimes you can put, you know, beans or pumpkins, uh, many different kinds of, you know, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sayang also has an amazing kamja ton recipe from her mom. Oh, it's so good. That's where the whole ton is not of batter, but it's of potato, right? Almost yes. like, a, what do they call those things? Latke, uh-huh. um, like a potato pancake uh-huh. or a hash brown. Kind of a hash brown, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's real nice. Mm-hmm. I like those. Those go mm. good with makkoli. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so potatoes, they are uh, foods for peasants or kings. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have different varietals here? Like we have all three or four at least different varietals at the grocery store in the U.S.? Um, yeah. So uh, there are basically over 200 kinds of potatoes around the world, but in general you'll find two types, one with high starch and lo- lower moisture, and that, those are called mealy potatoes, yep. one with less starch and higher moisture, and they're called waxy potatoes. And uh, most Korean potatoes are these high moisture or waxy potatoes. Waxy mm. potatoes, so that sometimes they're better left uh, whole in a way or cut, right, because they hold their shape. I'm just thinking, you know what I'm thinking of is when you go to the Hugueso when you're on a long trip and they have mm-hmm. those grilled whole potatoes with mm-hmm. a little salt. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. I love those. Uh-huh. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, because of the moist content, you know, you may heard Korea, uh, some chefs that are complaining Korean potato, you can make, you know, really nice French fries in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's because of the moisture content. The moisture content. Yeah. And on that lamentation, we do have to wrap it up. Time is catching up with us. Yep. We could talk about potatoes all day, especially in this crowd, because I love potatoes as well. <laughs> but that'll do it for Local Eats. Ladies, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. And that'll bring today's edition of Koreascape to a close. The show is produced by Christina Saul with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. We're back at 9 a.m. tomorrow with Culture Pulse and Time Out Soul magazine here in the studio. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again tomorrow.